This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1876. Have a can-do attitude in business English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you have a can-do attitude about learning English? Today, we share how native English speakers use can-do and will-do, and we'll dive into what it means to have a can-do attitude. Is it cultural? Find out today. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going today? Hi, I'm having a great day. How are you, Lindsay? I'm having a fantastic day. And let me ask you a question, Aubrey. Are you someone that has always had a can-do attitude? Are you that kind of person or not? Yeah. Oh, I absolutely am almost to a fault, right? Oh. If I anything put before me, I have that can-do attitude of saying, I can do this. Absolutely. Even if it's not realistic, if I don't actually have the time or maybe my priorities should be elsewhere sometimes. Interesting. Because <laughs> I think I have an overabundance of this attitude. An overabundance, a little too much, right? So you get scattered in that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. How do you, what about you? I mean, I think I do. I, I, we never would have started All Ears English if I didn't, right? Good like, point. no way, yes. no way. And I think I got it from my dad as an entrepreneur himself. He always approached the world as, you know, it's like we just need to figure out how to get things done, not if we can do it, right? Where did you get that sense, Aubrey? How did you learn that? my parents, for sure. So my dad very much has a can-do attitude where he can fix anything. He can figure anything out. He's an artist, but he built his own frames because he can, right? Amazing. And my mom too, like she can take vegetables from the garden and cook them 80 different ways and can them. And because why? Of course she can, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some people might say that this is a naive way to go through life, right? But personally, I would rather go through life being naive, but optimistic rather than the opposite, which is always having the internal narrative. Oh, no, that won't work. Oh, no. There are people in the world that think that as soon as you say something, oh, no, that won't work. And here's why. Oh, what a bummer. (laughs) Yes. And I think you miss out on great opportunities. Yeah. Things that could happen if you automatically assume it's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when we you know, get too deep, though, into an industry, we spend too much time somewhere, we can start to develop that, right? It's more like sure. the beginner's mind that I love. That's why it's always good to, to learn new things because we, we know that we can do anything. 
I yes, think. for sure. This is interesting. Can do, just saying can do came up in a few episodes ago, 1848 about verbing, uh-huh. which was such a fun episode. If you guys missed it, be sure to go check it out. Follow Ellers English so you never miss an episode. Yes. But we talked about how in instead of saying I can do that or I will do that, you can just shorten it very native to say can do very positive it's showing that can do attitude right easy and it is so good if someone asks you to do something it is so good to get that response right from someone or if they you you ask them to hear that you feel good you feel like okay this person can has control and they understand how to get this done Yes, uh, that's who I want on my team, yeah. <laughs> whether it's friends, family, coworkers. I want yeah. everyone to have a can-do attitude. <laughs> yeah, I think on Allers English, we do, right? Oh, I think for we sure. really lead in that direction with positivity, optimism. So let's go into this a little bit more, Aubrey. What do our listeners need to know here? Yeah, so it is an expression. It needs to be used word for word. Mm-hmm. You can't say will do attitude, right? It has to be can do attitude. And it means that you're always up for anything, always willing. You believe that you are capable of what is put before you until you are proven wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. So can do attitude. Good. Okay. So we, so you're saying that there are two different ways to use this, right, Aubrey? If someone asks you, hey, uh, would you be able to go pick up some milk after work? You can reply can do, right? Is that what we're saying? You can reply yes. can do. Mm-hmm. For sure, exactly, right? And we were talking about how we'll often just respond that in an email, can do, or a text. Can do. Will do, mm-hmm. right? Just super quick and easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can say that instead of, I can do that, yes, right? right? We don't talk like that. We speak so informally. Yeah, or you're saying also, for our listeners here, we can also use it as an adjective, meaning can do attitude. We bring them together with a little hyphen. And guys, in another episode, another day, we're going to talk about why and when you need that hyphen, right, Aubrey? We're going to go right. into that another time. Uh-huh. Is it hyphenated? Yes, good point. Yeah, so and make if sure. you're following along the transcripts, you see that that can do is hyphenated. It's, this is important, right? It, we do notice, especially in formal writing. Yeah, in formal writing. So guys, hit follow on All Ears English right now to make sure you don't miss that episode. We don't know when it's coming, so you got to be following the show. <laughs> I want to point out that this is such a great compliment. I can't think of a better compliment than for someone to tell me I have a can-do attitude. It mm-hmm. means you're confident, you're willing to deal with problems or new tasks, right? I think it's like you were saying, yes, maybe it can. we can go overboard, but yeah. it's better than having that negativity for sure. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if there's a cultural aspect to this. You know, the fact that America is a young or our country, the United States of America is a young country, right? Young country. um, We don't have like years, thousands of years of history to have learned things and have narratives passed down that things aren't doable. Right. And so we're kind of like babies in the world. Yes, we can do that. Of course. No problem. It's also very easy to set up a business in the U.S. compared to other parts of the world. What do you think about that, Aubrey, in terms of the cultural piece? Like when you studied in Europe, what did you see around attitudes? Yeah, I agree very much. I'm very curious about, um, you know, someone from England, if they look at Americans and see us as foolish and naive because we don't have that stoicism, (laughs) that, that, you know, of knowing, okay, this maybe is not going to work out the way you expect. Yeah, it's true. Most of my friends from the United States also have sort of this can-do attitude of like, I'm invincible. There's nothing I can't (laughs) accomplish. And it does. I mean, maybe there's a reason that a lot of 
a lot of companies, a lot of technology, a lot of media does come from the United States because we are like, yes. oh, we can do whatever we want. We, of course, we yeah, can do that. Yeah, it has until now. I wonder how the U.S. will evolve culturally in terms of our narrative around this. I did have a conversation with Charlie Baker on this topic, this idea of the American optimism, especially in business. Guys, go back to the first week in September and listen to my interview with Charlie Baker. Super interesting stuff. So interesting. Okay, let's dive into a very similar thing you can say, which is will do. Okay. So when you say can do, this has the same meaning, will mm -hmm. do. It means I will do that. Yes. So the only difference is can is more like I am able to, right? I have right. the capacity. Mm -hmm. And will do is saying I am going to do that. I will do that, right? So very, yeah. very subtle, nuanced difference. We use them pretty interchangeably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is so common. I mean, I think just last week I was in California with my brother. We were doing some family stuff. And I think once I, I, you know, I said, you know, can you do this? Can you take care of this paperwork? And he said, we'll do. Boom. That was the entire text message, guys. So it can be very native and natural. And it's also good for me as the receiver of that text to feel that say, he's, he's got it. He's got it. Right. Totally. So interesting. And like I was saying, you can't say will do attitude, even though they would mean the same thing because it's an expression we hear it word for word. So be careful there. It's weird that you can't say that though, right? English is weird, Aubrey. I mean, I can't, I can say can do attitude, but I can't say will do attitude. Strange. Know, what we're used <laughs> to hearing, right? Yep. Okay, Aubrey, are there any alternatives that are a little bit more formal? What would you yeah, say? Yeah, for sure, right? This is super informal. We use them all the time, but to be quick, right? To respond quickly, the alternatives that are quite formal would be, I will be able to do that. Ooh. I can do that. I will do that. And they they are so formal. I would use them mostly for very formal scenarios, maybe with a client you haven't met or don't have a rapport with, or formal writing. Other than yeah. that, I definitely recommend can do or will do. Yeah. I mean, I will be able to do that. Think about how much work your tongue has to do to say that. Oh my God, I'm exhausted. I can't podcast anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just right. too much. I also like to say, I, you know, I'd be happy to do that. That's mm -hmm. the one that I would tend to go towards. It's adding a bit of emotion, but it's saying you want to do it and you will do it. Right. Yes. Ooh, I love that. I feel like, what do you think, Lindsay? There's like a little bit of it's like you said, the adding emotion. Yeah. If I would say I would be happy to do that, it's almost like I'm, I think they might think I wouldn't. And so I want to reassure them. There's some reassurance there mm, that maybe. not only will I do that, but like, I'm happy I'd to be do happy. That. I'm happy to do that. I'd be happy to. Yeah. I mean, we can do another episode another day about I'd be happy. I am happy to do that. These are all really good, friendly ways. The, the key sure. here, guys, the connection skill, Aubrey, I think is making the person feel that they can count on you. Right. Totally. I agree. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Do we have mm -hmm. time for a little role play? Oh, yeah, we have time. Let's do it. What are we doing here, Aubrey, for this role play? Okay, so you and I are planning an event, oh, and yes. uh, we got to talk a little bit about if we've accomplished some of our roles. I'll start us out. Okay, here we go. Can you call everyone who signed up to bring something and remind them? Can do. You made the reservation at the venue? Oh, I forgot. Will do. Can you also pick up the flowers? No problem. Thanks for having such a can-do attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you like event planning, Aubrey, that kind of thing? Or would that stress you out? That, you know, if you had to organize a big conference, how would you feel? 
I don't like it. It wouldn't stress me out. I just don't love minutia. And there's minutia. always a lot of small details that you have to figure out when event planning, right? Oh my gosh, yes. That I don't want to have to think about. I know that I would forget something. I'm I'm maybe not as detail oriented when it comes to planning parties and things. I have a friend yeah. who does all the de decoration. She goes all out. And then I just had the twins birthday party and it was like, here's a cake. <laughs> There's no decoration. No balloons, no clown, nothing like fun. that. No. Oh, they're no. kids. They don't need any of that they stuff. Just just a cake. That. I will say a cake is important. That yes. Is the we one did thing the cake, but they, they were swimming. The kids, yeah. I think even if we had all the decorations in the world, they wouldn't have noticed. They wouldn't have cared. I'm not doing it. It's so funny. I mean, you know, when my niece was young, I remember we'd bring all these fancy presents for Christmas and she ended up at the end of the day playing with the cardboard box, right? Yes. <laughs> that came yes. in. Yes. What do we, especially big boxes, like a refrigerator box or a TV, oh, they will play with it for days. Oh, they don't need the fancy things, right? I love it. So good. So let's go through this role play for our listeners and just understand, you know, what we want them to take away today to be able to use by the time we finish listening. Yeah? Yes, exactly. So the first one you used was can do. I was asking you to call people. You for sure could say will do here. Will do. You made the reservation, right? Will do, can yeah. do. Pretty interchangeable there. You're just saying you can do it. You're going to do it. Yeah. And just as a bonus for our listeners, guys, if you have the app, you'll be able to see the transcript. But it's interesting how you ask the question just by putting a question mark, not by forming a question, right? You just said you made the reservation at the venue, right? You didn't say, yes. did you make the reservation at the venue? That's interesting. It is. It's true. And this is much more likely for a native speaker to do that. We often shorten questions to save time. Oh, yeah. Don't use this in formal writing, but in informal colloquial speech, absolutely. You made mm -hmm. the reservation at the venue. Yeah, I love that. That could be a whole other episode for our listeners here is creative ways to form a question that are not in your textbook. So good. Okay. Oh. So then I said, oh, I forgot. Will do. So you, so I, so you're saying you didn't do that. You actually didn't make the reservation, right? Exactly, but now you're right. going to. Mm -hmm. I had forgotten to do it, so I say will do, meaning I will do that. Yeah, the venue's the first thing you got to take care of. <laughs> right? Oh, get on that, please. <laughs> you don't have a venue. You don't have an event. I just came back from the podcast conference. Thousands of people in one big hotel. I mean, all the details that must have gone into planning that event. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. <sighs> I yeah. do not want to plan that event. <laughs> I'm not signing up for that. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And then what, Aubrey? And then I said, thanks for having such a can-do attitude. And you guys probably heard in my tone, I was a little playful, right? It's yeah. like you've said you'd do something and we do kind of do this where you'd be like, oh, thanks for having such a can-do attitude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and I also wonder if this attitude kind of varies across industries. You know, like if you're in accounting, do you have do you have that same perspective? Anything's possible or law. Actually, that's one area. And maybe some of our listeners who are in law because a lawyer's job is to find your liabilities. Right. Imagine those scenarios. What do you think, Aubrey? I want a lawyer that has a can do attitude. Right. <laughs> If I, I don't know if I do crime, I want them to <laughs> well, be yeah. like, I can get you out of this. You're yeah, a defense the other lawyer way. for sure. A defense lawyer. Yeah. I mean, that. 
You didn't when, automatically go to defense lawyer, Lindsay? No, I did me. not think about committing a crime, but you did because you listen to a lot of true crime. I it's know. It's true. I know. Yes. <laughs> I thought about contracts, actually. And in that case, I want I don't want a can-do yes. lawyer. I want someone imagining all the scenarios and protecting me from those. Right. right? And it's yeah. interesting to think about you want to know yourself before you decide what industry you're going into, because I think you're absolutely right that someone who has a can-do attitude might be frustrated as an accountant that's coming up against all these rules and no, no, you can't do that. Yeah, that's really interesting, actually. So what kind of industry, how can we make sure we choose the industry that fits our personality, our natural? Because when we're working in that space, like I think we are at All Ears English, it feels amazing. It feels expansive. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if it affects your personality. Like if you're an accountant for 40 years, maybe you started with a can-do attitude and yeah. then that goes like it's beat out of you. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. But you know, don't get us wrong, guys. We don't know accounting. Maybe there That's are true. accountants out there. Let us know. Prove us wrong. You know, write us an email and you know, ask us any questions around that. So good. Aubrey, what's our takeaway for today? Yeah. So when it comes to English learning, guys, you definitely want that can-do attitude to know that you're capable to not give up before you start. I think that's so vital to think about mm -hmm. this regarding your language learner, lear yes. your language learning. Yes. And, you know, today's expressions, they're just so native and natural. This is a great way to speak with friends at work or coworkers that you don't know as well, right? To connect with others, to speak more natively. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, reality is how we see it, right? We, we wear our different colored glasses, right? Depending on who we are. And, you know, all the big innovations throughout history, those didn't exist before that person came and said, this can't exist, right? So think about that, guys. Be inspired by that. Inspires me. I love it. Yes, me too, for sure. I love it, especially yeah. with language learning, right? Yes. You got to believe we can do it in order to have that confidence and be willing to put in the effort to know we'll be rewarded on the other side. It's so true. Like Serena Williams, that's the last thing I'm going to say, but she just finished her last match of her career. Did she ever think she'd have a 30 year career where she just killed it? You know, she right. was the greatest of all time in tennis. I mean, you know, she had to believe it could happen, but she didn't in her mind, she didn't close any doors. She didn't say it's not possible. Totally. Right? She went for it. So good. Yes, so good. for sure. Oh, so good. This is awesome. You guys, thanks for recording with me today, Lindsay. Of course, as always, Aubrey, and I'll see you very soon, guys. Hit follow on the All Ears English podcast and come check us out on YouTube because today's episode is on our YouTube channel. Good stuff. Awesome. See you next All time. All right, Aubrey, take care. Bye. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 